I don't know. She says she knows that is my greatest fear. I know. <laughs> on your 500 <laughs> podcast episode. Uh, on our what? Fifth hundred. That's a very normal way to say <laughs> Is that your how hundreds. you say it? Five hundred. Fifth hundred. Is that no. not right? Some people count by is hundreds. Right? And they're like, this is the second hundred. What am I saying? <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number five, Freakin' 100 of the podcast. I'm your host, Max McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Goldman. The podcast is a show dedicated to the lifo idiocy, and we're committed to educating you on things entertaining but do not matter. To find out more about these introspective pursuits, check us out at notsandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and on Facebook at the podcast, and we're on Twitter at PodcastPod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be talking the nose of podcasting. But before we do that, you guys, have you ever thought, I'd like to watch Knox and Jamie make a supersized and visual podcast while I'm away from my regular life in a nice theater drinking a delicious drink on the tiny trip away from my kids slash job slash dirty kitchen? Well, do we have the event for you? The Podcast Live is coming back this year for our 19th and 20th shows in honor of 500 episodes and 10 years of podcasting. First, we will be at the Austin City Limits Live in the Moody Theater on Saturday, September 2nd in Austin, Texas. We will be entertaining you between inhaling breakfast tacos. And second, we'll be at the Atlanta Symphony Hall on Saturday, September 30th in Atlanta, Georgia. We'll be entertaining you while also inhaling Coca-Cola. And to be clear, this is not a Wednesday episode where we sit in cozy chairs on stage and just phone it in. This is more like two hours of controlled chaos and comedy while you sit with a room full of people that you don't have to explain what the podcast is. Tickets went on sale last week for a pre-sale to BFOTS, and they snatched up the VIP tickets in less than two minutes, and then they grabbed more than 2,300 more seats. But not to fret, there are great seats left, and you can snag yours when the sale goes public today, Wednesday, April 12th at 10 a.m. Central. Visit knoxandjamie.com slash live to get all the details. The link is in the show notes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All 
All right, Jamie, 500 episodes <gasps> in the can. We, we and to celebrate, we wanted to do the nose of podcasting. Is this the right time to be the downer and be like, it's probably not exactly 500 episodes, why given how many that? bonus episodes we've done? That? Why, would you, you know, why would you be mean like that? So not now. I'll do it why, later. Do it later. Do it later. <laughs> Don't do that. All the ones are losing their minds right now. Look, I, it's a big deal. I think, and I, you know, you and I are in the thinking triad, and we often do not like sit in the feelings of stuff like this. And I do think it's a big deal. I think, first of all, that we've persevered. Um, for 500 episodes in, I would argue, the 10 weirdest years of making podcasts because of a pandemic. And I also think that we have persevered because neither of us are really fit for a corporate structure. Wow. Yeah. Would that Very be fair? True. Yeah. Very true. Um, yeah. And so I'm really proud that we've made it this far. And not just like because we're scared of anything else. We've made it this far because like I think we've gotten pretty good at what we do. Uh, it means nothing to me. It means literally right, nothing to me. Right, it's just a number. Right. Like my paternal <laughs> grandfather, uh, talking about birthdays, says just another damn day. Uh, this is the same right. one that accused me of smoking when I was 11. I still believe in Santa Claus. Uh, just a later. Are you, are you suggesting that someone who smokes can't also believe in uh, Santa Claus? Retract. Touche. Touche, Jamie. You're exactly right. <laughs> But uh, this will mean something later. It just means nothing to me right now. At this well, point, well, I'm here for those who are excited for us. I hope you are. I'm very, and I think we've done a lot of things really well for the most part. We've also made some mistakes in our uh, in our time here, but yeah. I think, but the, for the most part, I feel like we've worked hard to make a really good show. I think if it's say something nice, say something humbling. I think it's something nice. We've gotten pretty decent at podcasting yes. to something humbling it took us very long to get decent at like, podcasting well probably too think, long I would well say. i'll honestly we'll get into that with my you know my own nose about the yeah. podcast i i will address that because i think like a housebroken dog getting housebroken in year eight hey, you're like but, well they did get housebroken right well to be fair rascal flats did tell us that the broken road would bring us here so i how can you judge it how can you sure judge it? How can you judge it? So speaking of you, you mentioned that maybe we have like a note or two before we get to some of our listener comments. Do you, would you like to share yours? I would. Here's the thing. ADHD is real here at the PMG. Uh, mine was diagnosed when we started the podcast, but not treated, which was great. And then Knox diagnosis would come a, ni- a mere nine years later, right? <laughs> right. Right in the nick of time, baby. <laughs> but I think if you were aware and listening at that time, I'm, I'm going to read a few episode titles to you from 2014. And see if you can see if you can catch the attention deficit disorder. Okay. okay? okay. Uh, the Sony hack and the rise of comedians. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> those are real, two big things, that's Jamie. A real t- okay. Discussing Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. in the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, again, two big things. <laughs> okay. My two favorites. First, names, colon, what they mean, when they change, and what they do. Tells me everything I need to know about that episode. Sounds great Listen, to me. And no guys, notes. by the way, if you ever see an old episode with three things in it, there will not be an Oxford comma because not yeah. the Oxford comma. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Don't be babies. Don't be grammatical babies. <laughs> and then you know my favorite, okay. my favorite episode from 2014 is it's called the Grammys, comma Taylor Swift, no comma and cruise ship. <laughs> So in case you were wondering, we like we spent probably I would say three years trying to do too much, mm. and then we started like, coming back and going maybe we shouldn't try to cover seventeen topics in one episode. Yeah, for the mental health specialist, if you're noticing uh, uh, a theme of uh, insecurity, so to overperform, uh, right. <laughs> that's insecurity away. Yeah, I would say yeah. bingo. I would say bingo on that one. I still do want to do the Grammys, but not the music awards like old ladies. 
that we talk about and just like we like, you know? So like, let's put it I'm on the whiteboard. That. Listen, I want a Helen Mirren like moment where I can talk yeah. about her. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. What you um, know? You know, I I had some obvious ones that I don't want to like uh, relitigate, I guess. Are they about me? No, no. It's about the patio okay. theater in Chicago, Illinois for uh, stiffing us. Uh, you mentioned this on social media and you commemorated uh, a year to the day. And I was really happy about that. I was really Listen, proud. to be fair, uh, for those who don't know, we did a live show last year. And one of the theaters where we did a show, maybe called the Patio Theater in Chicago, um, has not paid us your ticket money, um, all of it. They've paid some of it. We gave them a very generous payment plan. They stopped paying on it in December. Um, and I'm not saying that I've done some uh, internet sleuthing, but I know you can afford some things. <laughs> and I don't understand why you can't afford $7,500 to send to us because listen, it's a one year anniversary of that debt. And I don't know if you know that the gift for your one year anniversary is paper. And we would like the patio theater to give us our paper. Yeah. Listen, you can block us, but we already, we already screenshot all the receipts. So, (laughs) but, uh, but it's not that. And I feel like uh, part of me wanted to do like current reporting on on, on the podcasting industry because it's all doom and gloom. It's all podcasting's collapsing. And it's like, no, podcasting's not collapsing. I think podcasting is, is in a pretty good space. Just the dumb money era is is over. Yes. Like, that's done now. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, uh, a couple years ago, someone was going to give, like, Caillou, like, $5 million to rewatch all of the <laughs> stupid episodes of Caillou. That's not happening anymore. Are you sad that that's not happening? Because I feel like I would be into that podcast. Um, I mean, should we do that? Like, is that, are we, are we thinking maybe we do Caillou? <laughs> I've never seen a Caillou episode. Are we doing a Caillou Corner? I just, I'll write it down. We'll just come back to it. <laughs> got it. Got um, it. But the, I would say my biggest note of this podcasting 10-year run uh, actually happened last year. It was like a Uh-oh. year ago today, actually. And I don't know. I don't even know if you know the year ago nature of this because this was after – it really kicked up after the live shows last year and you had um, uh, Ebola cancer um, right. combo, COVID, whatever, pneumonia, what, like all four of those things at the same time. No, I tested negative for PCR COVID three times. Sure. Had ev- literally everything else, but not, not I had that. Pneumonia. I had pneumonia and a double ear infection and a, and a burst eardrum. It was a lot. and It was and, a lot. And, you know, the patio theater stole our money, too. But, you know, that's not a sickness. That's like an We didn't know that then. That I, was just, I was just ill. I didn't know I was never going to get paid. <laughs> but the, the, uh, we spent five months negotiating with Spotify to uh, oh, do a live, right. like Spotify Live. Do Spotify Live, like do a show for them. And we did five months of negotiation, emailing, Wait, phone calls. Yes, so long. We finally agreed we were going to do a live recording on their stupid app um, <laughs> for an entire year. Yeah. Um, it was like 60 episodes, but they called it Rooms for some reason. And I was like, I think that's a mistake, but whatever. You guys are the professionals. Um, and we agreed to – do you remember how much it was? Uh, like I felt like it was a lot of money. Do you want to guess? Aaron, do you want to guess too? You want to get in on for this? For a whole year? Yeah, for a whole year? Was yeah. it like $200,000? So it, it was like – it was 60, 60 – Rooms episodes, Spotify. What are you doing? Come on, just call it what it is. Sixty episodes. I'm gonna say four hundred thousand dollars. Golly, I wish it was that, Aaron. I wish. I, wish. I just think a lot of y'all. Thank, thank you, thank you, Aaron. Way <laughs> to save that. That's a that's a professional podcaster right. producer right there. You know, like you could tell she's got five hundred reps too. Um, it was two hundred seventy thousand dollars. Two hundred seventy thousand dollars. A lot of money. And we agreed. And when we said we'll do it, they never responded again. 
And then I got a call from someone else and they said, hey, they're not going to do that. But listen, and then call, earlier and this month, they canceled Spotify Live. Listen, the they Call Her Daddy had, was kind of the leader in those rooms. And I did just get the notification this week that like, hey, this app is going away. So don't even try. Like, don't even yeah. try to open it. Yeah. When, when they approached us, I listened to one. I was like, I, I, what, what is this? And I listened to a comedian doing their dishes. Doing while your, they, the water is bit, running. Though. Water yeah. is running in it's, the background. It's not even a bit. It's just like, I'm going to crank a live out here, I guess. Do, do And I was like, this is easy money. We should take it. And then they never gave it to us. So Alas. that was my big no. So that's that where the big, big no. money, the big money is. Because we have gotten a few listeners send us articles and they're like, hey, you see what's happening at NPR? Is that happening yeah. there? And we're like, uh, no, wouldn't know. You have to remember NPR and like WMIZ, those kind of big players when we started, yeah. they were paying everybody really good money out of the gate. Knox and I made zero dollars for the first three years of the show. That's like, right. Literally zero dollars. And so we did the, you, you have to do that kind of like make no money so yeah. that one day you can make money. And unfortunately they were just, you know, this, here's, this is going to be a helpful comparison, helpful metaphor. Okay. NPR slate, all the people laying on Spotify, they're all like John Lovitz and the wedding singer, you know, where he gets in on the game right. and starts wedding singing. And at the yes. end, it doesn't work out. We're more like Steve Buscemi, where we're like no lessons self-taught and it's yeah. not good for most of it. But at the very, very like last second, you're like, oh, maybe there's hope. And right. that's us. And now, are you always thought when Steve Buscemi shows up, aren't you like, oh, Steve Buscemi. Love that guy. Love Love that guy. Yeah. He's in, did you know he's in, um, what's the, what's the movie with... All of them, Kevin James, Chris Rock, David Spade, Adam Sandler, um, and like they just they go to a Lake House. The Wizard of the like, Lake. The Wizard of the Lake. Don't act like you don't know what this is. It's Aaron, holiday like right park. Is it the dad? It's about dad. No, yeah, it's, it's, but the, it's they all pee something. in the pool and it turns like pink. Family vacation. It's, it's I'm right gonna there. look. I'm gonna look. It's right. It's like it's they're on sea dues and they have. It's called. I don't think they ever actually get on sea dues. Grown ups. Grown ups. Grown ups. No fatherhood. No, it's grown-ups. Uh, Wait, I was what? Right. <laughs> Father. She was like, no, fatherhood. Yeah, yeah. I don't honestly I don't even know why I brought grown-ups. Why did I bring up grown-ups? Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah. He's in Steve, he's in grown-ups, but he gets dunked on in it. He's like in a gang of bullies that they play basketball against. It's a really great movie. I think the most embarrassing part of all of that is that you've watched grown-ups. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, my son's in a Sandler phase and I just gotta ride the wave with him. Really? Baby. Okay. Good to Yeah, good not to gonna spoil a dad light coming up in later in this episode, but yeah. Murder <laughs> Mystery Two. Loved you. Loved it. Dare. You didn't oh my god. I literally when I put it in the Smitran kill in the kill, I went, Yeah. It'll be just like Knox to love this. Like, god, Jennifer Aniston is a revelation, guys. This is her best work since friends. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah. Aaron, do you have any knows uh, as as a, a as a podcaster, as a podcast you're listener? The, you, you're obviously a podcaster here, but also on um, the Bible. I'm list. putting you on the spot, so we're going to talk a lot right now to stall because we know you're panicked you right now. You do not like. You do not like. Yeah, this, this is, is actually this is actually <laughs> my note is when when you guys ask me something off the cuff and authentic so conversation. Like, that's a no. Yeah, that got it. Exactly no, got right. It. Totally. As, as a writer and theater uh, alum, as she is, that's right. Major, yeah. She does like to prepare her monologues. And, yeah, and I do it in the car and rehearse them in the car before she comes into the office. Yeah. Yeah, that, I don't, she's think, yes I don't and. think that's weird. She's she, yes and, but the ellipses is like a mile long, and she's like, "I will get after." She's like, I'll get back to you in three days. I'll get there, but you just gotta give me a minute. Yeah, I don't, I don't like being put on the okay. spot, but you know that's b- part of the job it here. Is. Yeah. So Jamie and I is your no a podcast. Great, yeah, that's to hear it. it. Good you got it. it. We did it. 
Um, okay, Wad, Jamie, do you care to uh, read some of these uh, questions that we got from listeners? I will. Up first, we have not questions. They're, they're statements. They're statements. So, yeah, right. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So up first is Aaron E. Jones, who said, no to the whole parasocial relationship. I love getting to know podcasters one-sidedly, but do we really know podcasters at all? We know some of how they think and their style of humor, but they have to hide some stuff. Like maybe Ashley all the time. Ash, that's Knox's wife, Ashley McCoy. Plus kids are a beard family and Knox lives alone in Appalachia. Or Jamie has a double life as a CIA undercover agent and has a home no one can find on Zillow tucked away in DC. Our relationship is one-sided. It's supposed to be that way. We love supporting our podcasters one-sidedly, but it's just too dang easy to forget that we don't have the kind of relationship with any of them like we do with our non-parasocial family and friends. As a reminder, Jamie and I both live in Appalachia. We both are currently reside in Appalachia. Appalachia. You live in Appalachia. I no, we both live do. In You've you always live lived in Appalachia. Like That's where you live. I don't live there. No, show of hands, who most recently lived next to a pig? My hand's not up, is it? <laughs> no, for the audio. Raise those baby hands. That's, that is true. Listen, I want to say to Aaron, Aaron, listener Aaron, are you suggesting that I don't have the type of relationship with Drew Barrymore that I think I have? How dare you? I think we're friends. I think if Drew Barrymore met me, she'd be like, you're a delight. You're a delight. And I want you to be on my show with Ross and me. And we'll talk about pop culture. I believe that. I, you know, I actually, it's one of my favorite things because it's like connection and friendship without someone knowing it. It's like door dashing, like non-romantic intimacy. And I kind of enjoy because there's like a bunch of like. <laughs> Welcome like, to the Enneagram 5 brain. There you go. There's, there's writers and podcasters I listen to that I've never interacted with, but like they, they are an institution of my week. Um, oh, yeah. and I, I, I really, uh, actually enjoy that. I'm more interested, uh, Aaron, this, this Aaron that we got to comment on, she's E-R-Y-N and you are I'm E-R-I-N. So like, is there beef? Like what's, no, what's I'm jealous of everyone who has a unique spelling of Aaron. Like I have a friend who is Arian. She's E R I E N N E. Absolutely not. As really someone who, as someone really who added, who added an E to my middle name. Yeah. Like just oh, as a fun flourish. Elizabetha. Elizabethy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, yeah. I went through like, I don't know, a three week stage where I was like, I'm gonna be R Knox McCoy. Oh, that's that's gonna that's gonna that's really good. clap. That's gonna really clap together, you know? <laughs> Listen, I, know I will say I will say that audio is an intimacy unlike other platforms, right? Um, but here's the thing I will say, don't get into those relationships with people on the internet because everyone on the internet will eventually disappoint you. Either because they commit a crime or they break up with their PR boyfriend or because they think Tom Hanks is not a good actor. See, they're going to disappoint you. So it's better just to keep that, like Aaron says, you got to keep that healthy and one-sided. And because the people in my real life, I'll be honest with you, they're legally obligated to me because they know I've kept every text and voice message they've ever sent. Aaron will never betray me because of our Voxer thread. Aaron, this is the right, second Aaron? time Jamie's reminded us that she has all of our interactions I I in one like, like afternoon. How like do you feel about it? I'm feeling threatened. Dangling honestly. this over our heads. No, like I'm Damocles just, I'm just, sword. I'm just, listen, no, I'm just a petty. great literary I'm reference. Petty, Good job. And I prepare for pettiness, even if it has not come to me yet. Because I just think if you betray me, I'll have, you know, a little folder with your I name. do. I think a lot of people demonize parasocial relations. It's like parasocial is only used in reference to podcasts. Penultimate is only used in the like second to last episode of TV shows. And it's there's always a negative connotation. But I feel like it's only when you accelerate the relationship with someone in a negative way and like you speak to them almost like in a in a negative way, not understanding like they don't have the context on interacting with you. Like you've interacted with them in your ears, you know? Can I tell you something that happened this last week? Please. A listener 
two listeners, Ashley Waringa, who we love, right? She gave you your Hamilton book. Remember yeah. that? We've loved yeah. her forever. She lives in Michigan. She has a real life friend, Katie Mosier, who we actually love, what Kate finds. A, a, someone who follows all three of us, they thought when I was talking about something and showing a text thread in a story that I was talking S word about Ashley. They thought Katie Mosier and I, and they went to Ashley and said, did you know that Jamie Golden and Katie are talking S word about you over on Jamie's stories? What? My Ashley? (laughs) Never mind. God. (laughs) No, not Ashley Waringa, who gave you the book. Sorry. There's an (laughs) Ashley primacy in my life. You said Ashley a lot. So I just default No, no, I set it up by giving the description. No, you just argued with the Hamilton book. And I was like, where's that Hamilton book? Because like, I think my daughter has it now. Oh, my anyway, God. That's how I knew that was what You said 16 <laughs> Ashleys. I was like, I don't know. I, I'm going to guess mine. Anyway, so, guess mine. Uh, so she messaged them. And now Ashley did not reveal who the person was because she was so sweet and was like, I don't want to reveal it. Because what if she's a B-Fots and has actually just had a bad day and decided to stir up something and <laughs> had not intended it? <sighs> so I don't know who it was. But do know that if it was you, that was a mistake you made. Yeah, I was not talking. We were actually not talking S word about Ashley. We were actually saying really lovely things. So it's, but it's understandable because you just you assume there is an uh, a mirroring kind of familiarity with the person, yes. but right. you just have to remember they like they don't like there's there's a couple people I listen to they wouldn't know me if I like got hit by a car in front of them, um, but I have listened to all their thoughts on all the things all the time. That's right, and it just doesn't match. I do know? think I do think Michael Barbaro would like me if he met me. Like oh, you think so? Friends. Yeah. You think so? Like, I think we'd be friends. No? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Derek Thompson? We'd be great friends. You think so? You I think so? Really I'm just going to keep asking that. questions. I'm not going like, to commit. So <laughs> okay. Up next, we have Katie Strout, who said, can I just say, all podcasters are celebrities, but not all celebrities are podcasters. <laughs> This this reminds this is great. I'm not. I know you're not talking about the office ladies. Uh, I just want to clear. Oh, I just want to clear that up. No, I, I'm clearing that up. I'm clearing. I'm clearing the air, Jamie. That they're Katie's <laughs> Katie S. Trout or Katie Strout. However, sorry, Katie. I don't know which way you go. Um, she's not talking about the office ladies because she's not saying the office ladies. How could she? No. Be, how could she be talking about the office ladies if she never says office? You know ladies? who she actually? Uh, who I think she's talking about? Not the like office ladies. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Did you know that Meghan Markle won a People's Choice Award for best pop? podcast and a Gracie award for best entertainment podcast of the year. And Meghan Markle made 12 episodes of podcasts. Guys, like, come on. She has 34 staff. Guys, she has 34 staff. Meghan Markle didn't make anything. Meghan Markle's voice is on 12 episodes. Listen, She's we, not grinding them episodes we, out in the we edit. We barely have Aaron. She's too busy looking at Google images, trying to figure <laughs> out if it's grownups or fatherhood. Do you know what I mean? Listen, like, I, is Adam? Is anyone in Fatherhood? Is Kevin James or Adam Sandler in Fatherhood? Kevin Hart is in a movie called Why? Fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> so you, did you did you mix up Chris no Rock notes. and Kevin Hart, or totally did you mix sense. up Kevin James and Kevin Hart? Paul Short Reiser comedians. is actually in in Fatherhood as well. Let's, uh, I think I have seen Fatherhood actually. Now that you've said that, it's got uh, Anthony Kerrigan who looks like the, uh, you, you remember the baby. The baby that plays Satan in The Passion of the Christ? I do. Yes, okay. I do, Aaron. I that don't, Jamie, but this looks... is how we get her to go more authentically and like just talking <laughs> off the cuff. So you have to agree, too. Again, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. again, Meghan Markle has 34 staff, wow. and we just got baby Satan references. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, this guy was in Barry, Knox. It's you... the guy. It's the bald guy in Barry. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, ho yeah. Hank. No ho Hank. 
that's a great pull. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> Thank that's you. exactly who it is. And again, not a pull. Read it from Wikipedia. <laughs> she pulled it off Wikipedia, Jamie. Next question, please. <laughs> okay, this, but next. this quote it does remind it reminds me of the Bane quote, which is a big part of the first five hundred uh, first two hundred fifty episodes. For sure, yeah, it actually is. Where he's like, "Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it." molded by it i didn't see the light until i was already a man by then it was nothing to me but blinding and like that celebrity's getting into podcasting i'm looking at you like jason bateman and will arnett okay like you you think you think darkness reading uh rothy ads is your ally like we grew up in this bro like we can do this forever do you think jason bateman sleeps on a helix mattress no, but he drives a Hyundai or whatever that car he is repping for. <laughs> Listen, to go back to you, uh, like comparing us to Meghan Markle, like in 2313, we had an episode called, you ready? Colorblind casting, comma, music, and The Good Wife Part 2. Sounds like a comprehensive episode to me. That? We that also sounds had great. A, we also had an episode called How to Choose a Profile Picture and Movie Commandments. I mean, what were we doing? What were we, we making? You know what that's called? And this is a podcast strategy. So prospective podcasters, please get your pens out and write this down. It's called flood in the zone. Just flood in the <laughs> zone is. with all Listen, kinds of stuff. I do think the celebrities that start podcasts, they either do it because they see a cash cow. Mm-hmm. They The work that made them a celebrity is no longer an option for them. Yes. Right. Or because, Not the office ladies. Right. <laughs> but Or because they're bored. Because <laughs> some end up being really – because I do think there are some celebrities that are really good at podcasting. But like for who? most, they make it seem like podcasting is the last resort, which makes it look worse for the rest of us who actually chose this life, you know? And yeah. they're like, well, I guess I'm just going to recap Boy Meets World. Let's go. You know when what I mean? When you're thinking of a celebrity who's good at podcasting, who's like, boom, first in your head. Mark Maron. I love Mark Maron. And he was a, he was a stand-up long before he was a podcaster. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was, yeah, but his whole thing was like, he can't get on SNL, right? Like, he wasn't really good at, no, at that point, comedy he too, because he made he people was, At that point, he was too old, really, to sure. get on SNL. Sure, You know? And I like, yeah. I do like, what's the guy that can't, that I keep saying they're going to get divorced? Work Dax it out. Shepard. He's great. He's, you, that's he's, a great call. He's, he's legitimately good, great. He's yeah, actually he's a really much better favorite. podcaster than he was an actor. Yeah, you just it takes a second to find your lane. You know that's okay. That's right. That's okay. That's right. I think okay. this next comment from Josh this kind of relates to the the one you just read. That's right. So little John Josh said, "No to pastors with a podcast. You get enough stage time. Pass the mic already." See, I I think this is such a good call, and I even would like to call on Congress to pass. Oh. I've put together some legislation that I would like for them to co-sign. Okay. And this is called the White D-I-G-L-E-T Act, the White Diglett Act. That's white dudes intending to give loud entertainment trimming. Um, and this is just, we got to limit, like maybe for five years, we limit white guys. I'm a white guy, right? I'm okay with this. We limit to one medium, okay? Okay. You can have acting. You can have sports. You can have news. You can have preaching. You can have podcasting, but you can't have any other. And you have to apply for like a visa to be like, I'm going to do a two-month like preaching run and then I'm out. Like it's limited. You can't say that for Okay. I'm supportive of this because I would like to reduce white men's coverage. I I think I'm for that more than I ever have been. But don't you think pastors, shouldn't pastors have podcasts that they listen to? So could pastors have podcasts about pastoring rather than I'm a pastor who's going to also just constantly tell you how to live your life? Couldn't we, couldn't they have They got a lot of free time. They can like exchange cassette tapes or something. I don't know. Like it's fine. Do you think little John Josh means interview podcasts? Like pastors shouldn't have interview podcasts? 
No, I think he's just like pastors don't need podcasts at all. Oh, full stop. I, did, I will say we had a listener who commented a fond affection who said, no to podcasts that are just the host interviewing people. Don't like it. We'll delete. And I was like, man, she just came for a whole genre. It's a broad brush. They, they got Thanos snapped. Gone. <laughs> Dissolved. <laughs> I, I've, I've also got um, the uh, LL Cool J Act. Uh, that I'd like to get some support. Oh, I don't like it already. This is learned limitation of obsessively outgoing labels, Jabber. And this is uh, all the ways white ev- evangelical ladies address their listeners. Um, can I play you? A, I had AI run up a sample. Can oh, I play no. it for you really Okay, quick? let's go. Let's go. Okay. Hey, sis. Hey, friend. Hey, sweet friend. Hey, boss, babes. Hey, sweet boss, babe. Hey, fellow boss, babe, friends. Hey to all my boss, bitches. Hey, sweet boss, bitches. Hey, sweet sis, bitch, friend, bosses. <laughs> Wait, so do I have your support for the LL Cool J Act and the White Diglett Act? Oh, uh, well, do I love that it's called White Diglett? No. (laughs) Because I feel like there's going to be imagery there that will pop up. Well, honestly, I thought that's how I was going to give you on my side. I was like, this is a shoo-in for Jamie. She wouldn't even read the legislation. Again, as a reminder, no one wants your Diglett texted to them. So please don't Mm. do that. Well, this isn't. This is in a a researched paper uh, with uh, like a works cited page. I just don't don't know that I'm ready for Twitter to tackle the White Diglett Act. I just don't know that it's going to go well. But I do support both of these uh, legislation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters. And hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. Y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps at my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone, or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. There are even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, 
small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're all so predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting auraframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, up next we have Ivy Tatum who said no to podcasts that have the producers or editors laugh really loud in the background as if it's a laugh track. They are so up your butt that they laugh at everything. Calm down. Mm. You're still getting paid. Wow. Aaron, care to comment? Shots fired. I feel like you, listen, now when I we, thought they weren't supposed to be ugly. Now look, when we wrote Aaron Moon's contract, we specifically asked her to not get up our butts and she has complied. Thank you. Thank you. Good job, everybody. There's a delicate balance of podcasts that require uh it's it's some of those like that have one person but they need another person in the background for texture you know or sure. um, emotional support animals you know who knows right. um but i feel like it, i i think aaron does a great job of exhibiting when to like let the silence be the silence you know when maybe we didn't yeah hit the and funny it's bone. actually it's actually such a joy when she does laugh because yeah. it feels like we earned it like we That's genuinely right. earned it yeah, Thanks, yeah. Guys. It does not feel performed. It feels very authentic. Although Thank you. Much of her life is performed, to be fair. So, I well, I, Aaron, you, I gave you a compliment and I just, and I punctuated it. Why you know? would she and do that? I don't know. Why would I don't she know. say she knows that is my greatest fear? I know. <laughs> on your fifth hundred <laughs> podcast episode, uh, on our what? Fifth hundred. That's a very normal way to say. <laughs> is that your how hundreds. you say it? Five hundred. Fifth hundred. Is that no. not right? Some people count by is hundreds. That not right? And they're like, this is the second hundred. What am I saying? <laughs> what am I saying wrong? I think it's five hundredth. I think no, you can it could be fifth hundred. Fifth yep. <laughs> What do you, Aaron? What, what do you say when you get to a thousand? What do you call that? Your tenth hundred. No. You call it your tenth hundred. You call it ninth hundred. I, I do see that I'm saying it wrong. No, now. you got to double down. You got to. <laughs> 
You can't give in. You can't give in. Okay, up next we have the Linen Fox who said, my no is for the podcast. You cannot use other people to do your ads. It must always be Knox or Jamie. End of story. Recently, each time an ad by an unknown voice came on, it was like that Super Bowl commercial where everyone thought someone sat on their remote and changed the channel. Same thing. Stop. Only certified podcast voices, please. Listen, I love that Super Bowl commercial because I thought it was clever. I also yes. like the one with the QR code that went into the corner. It was about crypto, which is a scam yeah, and fraudulent. Is, this is timely fine. content. Time, but the this, Super Bowl that was like three months ago. Yeah. Do you have anything nice to say to anybody on this 500th episode <laughs> of Celebration? You. Oh, my God. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to defend the I office feel- ladies and Aaron at the same time. And you are here just right. <laughs> I so so if you don't like the non Knox or Jamie voice ads, you need to take it up with Wondery.com slash Wondery <laughs> because <laughs> that's what happens when they don't sell our ads uh, and, and like they don't fill our available to, ad slots. To be fair, so. as I have explained to my meteorologist brother many times, the way podcasts make money is primarily via ads, just like TV shows on CBS and online newspapers. And almost all sporting events. Now, sometimes companies want a professional voice to sell their bras or whatever, or their tampons. Listen, I can sell the shiz out of some tampons. You want to hear my app for tampons? I mean, I don't, but I have Here we to go. say yes. Yes, hey, and. Yeah. Hey, guys. Quick break to talk about one of our incredible sponsors, OB. Sometimes people wear tampons like a hot dog, but OB teaches you how to corn dog it. Don't let your friends discover you're wearing it wrong and have to exclaim, OB, you have a period stain on your white linen pants. Use Podcast 20 to save 1% on your next purchase of 10 boxes or more. Why is it podcast twenty? Wouldn't it be twenty? Wouldn't it be just podcast one? These are these are excellent questions. Who knows why it's like this? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, people think we get to pick our code because somebody was like, "Why can't your code just be the same everywhere?" And we're like, "I would love that." They asked us, "What would you like your code to be?" And we told them, and they never used and it. And then they it's never, never that. That's it. never our code. So yeah. we don't know what to tell you. So listen, everybody's gonna get real upset when I use our. Uh, I finished training our, our voice software and clone our voices to do ads, and we never actually do them again. So like, just wait for that day. Oh. Oh, I actually look forward to that, like a lot. Mm. Okay, up next we have Carrie Ann Parker who said, true crime, no, unresolved. True crime, yes. Welcome to our true crime podcast. We know who did it and they went straight to jail. I, I feel like true crime podcast cover art, if it's not going to resolve the story, which I feel like is happening more and more, you know, we've gotten through like oh, the easy true crime like, cases, I guess. Yeah. So like now the, we've got the really difficult ones. I feel like it needs to have like a shoe with laces untied. And just be like, hey, you just, you already know. These lasers untied, this mystery is unsolved. Like, the okay? cold case of Laramie should have said, and it stayed cold. Cause we yeah, that's right. It. It's, it's a big, like, Nike Air Jordan sneaker right? with the laces out. And you know, I, if I start this, I'm not going to get resolution. But if it's tied up in, in a nice little knot, then I'm going to get some resolution. I'm going to like that. My favorite thing is when the true crime podcast, the episodes get further and further apart because they're yeah. actively working the case. And they're like, hey, guys, so we're going to be off this week because we've gotten some great intel from you. We got to go walk on some gravel and find some clues. We'll be right back. <laughs> I listened to one and I think I greenlit it. It was like a, a Florida State professor got shot in the chest in his driveway and it ended. And they're like, talk to you later. We'll hope <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> Use our code for thirdlove.com. Ah, man. Uh, it is very frustrating. Okay. Up next, we have Mike Nike. McNick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. McNick. Like picnic? McNick? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, but I like Mike Nike. That's Mc- kind of fun, too. <laughs> McNick9 says, no to not having ad music or something that marks the transition from podcast to ad. Quote, they found her body in a ditch with only a jacket on. Last night, I had the best pasta. HelloFresh made it so easy. 
This is I love this. Aaron actually she included a comment with this as well. Aaron, what's your experience with these? Like how do you how do you deal with uh, listening to these situations? Hey, the worst one whoever did this was you can bleep this serial podcast who went from talking about Heyman Lee being in the back of somebody's trunk right into uh an an ad for the Trunk Club, which wow. is a men's clothing Can't uh, do that. device. But listen, could it be worse cuz what if this thing like Micknick said <laughs> I can't be right. Yeah. Mike Nike. What if it, she said, what if it was like they found her body in a ditch with only a jacket on and that jacket was made by North Face. North Face. Never stop exploring. See, I think you oh, should wow. do, you should do your true crime podcast ads at the, at the top. Just get them out of the way. Now, why oh. is that? Why can't, why would an advertiser not want that? The, because I get why they don't want that. I'm talking Based about. Business corner. Or do some business music. Do some <laughs> super business music. But emotionally. Or is this a shark tank? Aaron, are you doing a shark tank right now? Yeah, I'm I like, am. I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put your ads all at the beginning. It's easier for us to skip over. I know yeah. you're upset about oh. that. But can I, that's Aaron, just can how I guess it in is. That? Can I guess yeah, in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once a month, 60 minutes of ads. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That whole episode, just an <laughs> episode of ads. Yeah, just get them all, knock them all out. Episode 500, ads. Yeah. And it's like a year's worth of is, ads. Is Everyone's this, satisfied. Is this why you stay working here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any business, business acumen whatsoever. <laughs> okay, I was going to know. Um, I, I put together, uh, we, we edited together uh, a compilation of what this kind of sounds like. like oh, good. Potentially what the, what the experience sounds like. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if it'll play here. What they discovered was horrifying. It was Eleanor, dead in a ditch, wearing only her jacket. But the worst part of all, and the part that delayed the detectives in identifying Eleanor, was that she had no face. Having been exposed to the elements, her face was now in pieces throughout the digestive tracts of the local vultures, maggots, and possums. Just as the detectives hungered for justice, these scavengers had been hungry for Eleanor's face. Hey y'all, when I'm working a cold case, nothing sounds more delicious than a hot plate of food from HelloFresh. Whether it's pasta with red sauce or chicken that falls right off the bone, their meal selections will solve the mystery of your hunger. To get 10% off your next order, just use promo code Eleanor's face. And now, back to our investigation. Well, the funny thing is, should we go right into an ad after this? After this conversation? <laughs> It's like and see, here's her- the mystery. We won't know what ad it is. The reason we don't have music on our ads is they won't let us have music on our ads. No, they won't. I'd love yeah. to. It, but even if like we do a cue to ad, they don't like that because the, the advertisers are like, that's telling them to stop listening. And I'm yeah, like, they don't want us, us to cook. say like, and now quick break for our sponsors because yeah. y'all all hit that 30 second button, which we got some people who are mad that they're like, your ads are no longer 60 seconds. So it's harder to skip. Them. And I was like, well, you're, they don't really want you to skip them. But I know. I hear I you. Like, I hear you. Okay, Jim, can we eat the real debate of this episode, the, the Lincoln-Douglas debate of podcast listening right now? What speed to listen to these episodes on? Oh, let's get to it. So S underscore swipe said, no to two times listeners and their backdoor hubris. We get it. You're just too productive and busy to consume podcasts at the normal rate my monkey brain processes them at. I'm very proud of you. And then also in context, AKSEJ972 rolls off the tongue said no to people who judge 1.8 speed listeners we are drowning in podcasts and have fomo please leave us alone we are mentally ill (laughs) (laughs) so it's either monkey brains or mentally ill which i would i would like to say no one's better for either option okay fast people you're not better for accomplishing more and and covering more 
listening ground and slow people, you're not better for retaining more. That's this right. It's just about preference. Everybody okay? has brain problems. Katie Cobb, co-host of the Currently Reading Podcast, who bought tickets to our live show, uh, she listens, I heard her say recently that she listens to audio at three times speed, which what? is why she reads 300 books a year. I don't understand Katie's brain, but I do respect it. Now, Katie... Um, Uh-oh, someone may not respect it. Here we go. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> you need to talk to a doctor. Now, listen, Three times? I'm, what speed do you listen to podcasts at? Because you listen I'm to like, those like, histories that are like 17 hours about the Civil War. Jason, just put history music in, maybe for like a cool <laughs> minute, and just make everyone listen to it. This is, this is how we punish you, is we make everyone else suffer. So all the history music. Maybe listen, two minutes. Do you listen you to keep fast? going? No. <laughs> I listen, I, I'm at like 1.8 on, on the history. I listen at 1.8 unless you have a parent cuddle voice. And then I do custom speeds for that. And that's just Emily P. Freeman. I like to listen to her. You know, she has that softness. And then she she's like, she's giving you a hug. Is this you doing her voice right now? No, Is that what I'm, I'm not good at it. But she's she ha- it's like she's hugging you while handing you a milkshake. And she's like, <laughs> the next right thing. In love, and I'm like, there's a milkshake. <laughs> I, I believe in that too. I, I think do. so. I you slow her. that down. Do you go slower oh, I, for her? No, just one, but 1.0, like wh- okay. how God intended for her to sound. Sure, how God made her. Aaron, what do you listen at? I Aaron, do, do you listen s- to podcasts? Yeah, do you I like do. Podcasts? <laughs> I listen to a couple. <laughs> what kind of content do you, uh, other than this Google search that you've made part of your livelihood? <laughs> no, I I listen to uh, I listen at smart speed, which is a setting on Overcast. I, right? I don't like the judgment I heard in your voice when you said no, no, you listen no. at smart speed over no. us. Honestly, <laughs> no. It's, so hey, you did let, you find so anything you out on the professor? What's going on with Dan? Yeah, so like apparently, well, I didn't well, read. Girl, what's the going whole on with Dan? He's dead. Wikipedia. I know, yeah, you're right. But back question. My bad. But he like apparently some people were hired to kill him, and then his wife had to like go no contact with his parents. I don't really yeah. know. I'm not. Yeah, they kind of left it at like the there was thing. like a degenerate younger brother-in-law that probably did it. Yeah, but like no one. And listen, there was no motion. The best part of this is later we'll talk about this, and she'll be like, "Oh, I know that story." And- <laughs> <laughs> I listen to podcasts. Yep, got it. I listen to that. I know what happened. You know what? And she did. And I probably yeah. saved you like eight hours of your life, Erin. Thank so you. That's right. You're welcome. Okay, up next we have Ruth underscore doll who said, no to people who tell me I can't say that my fave podcast hosts are my friends. I quote podcasts with, so my friend said this and I will never stop. So, you know, in in movies, when people get deputized in emergency situations, which I don't even know if that's real. <laughs> um, I feel like that's what, pod, like, if you're if you listen to the podcast for a long time, then yeah. we deputize you as friends. No, like, 100%. We're, and, and to be honest, aren't we better than most people's real friends? We don't ask you to pick up our kid in car line. We don't ask you to eat at Long John Silver's. We don't talk about our in-laws or taxes or how tough the freeze was on our bushes. We make you laugh and we recommend something for you to watch or read. And then you're not going to have to do a meal train for us. Isn't that the best kind of friend? Do you guys agree meal train always like stops you for a second? You're like, what is that? It feels like inappropriate. And you're like, oh, right. Yeah. Meal train meals together. So like, my job is to make one of the cars of the train. Is that what I'm supposed to do? I just don't like train. It's like, what if we did a meal procession? That feels tamer. But what you, if it's about a funeral? Do you think that when someone's like, let's oh, run a meal do. train on someone? I'm like, ah, <laughs> but if you I don't say love meal, it. If you say meal procession and their dad died, isn't that sad? To this is crazy. What if we said we just let's take them some meals? Let's take the Smiths no, but it some has meals. To, it has to be an app, and it has to be orderly, and you can't no. you can't bring them any Greek because their kids are learning to fight off. I feel like this is how some people feel alive in their middle age. They have to say, like, no, let's run a train on the Smiths. And they're like, <laughs> we're not, but it feels good to say it. No, it's fair. Spin Zone, 
maybe we're more needy than friends though because we always have a call to action we're always like you got to do something got to go somewhere got to do something sometimes it's so easy like just fly to atlanta come see us at a live show that's and pay money you do have to pay money that, but let me tell free. you some people i'll tell you right now some people yeah. would rather fly to atlanta and see us a live show than do a meal train yeah then get a train run on them or run a train on someone exactly of food. exactly Man, I have this whole thing of like, uh, because last week you, uh, in your inability to say chat GPT, you started calling it Chad GPT. And I think one of our listeners was like, did you hire a new employee called Chad? So I, I, I created a voice for okay. a new employee and, named Chad GPT. And for context, until that episode, Christiana, who runs our company, uh-huh. did think it was Chad GPT. She did reveal that to me this week. Well, he works for us now, uh, Christiana. So, <laughs> yeah, get used to that. But I asked him, um, uh, I just wanted to ask him, like, if, if, because I mentioned people getting deputized in emergency situations. I don't know the answer to that. I wanted to ask him what he thought. Oh, what does Chad say? <laughs> Hello, I'm Chad GPT, and I'm so happy to be joining the PMG. Uh, to answer your question, in some cases, police officers may be authorized to deputize citizens for assistance. This process is known as swearing in a civilian or deputizing them as a special deputy. The specific rules and procedures for deputizing citizens vary depending on the jurisdiction and the circumstances. He just expl- I-, I wanted it to replace Alexa and it actually will give us an answer. You oh, know? that's kind of fun. And I don't know, could you, uh, I, I don't know if you noticed this, but I trained it based off the voice of Bing Bong. Not that oh, that was fun. Ah, uh, damn you, Bing fun Bong. Fun little wrinkle. So welcome to the PMG, Chad. Uh, Welcome GPT. to the PMG, Chad. They're shirts. You'll be yeah. so excited. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dust You in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars theme collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair. And support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com (laughs) 
Okay, up next we have Kelsey Longino says, listen, I blame the podcast for this. No, I can't stand podcasts that are not tightly edited when they ramble on and on or leave in their pauses or long bouts of laughter or whatever. I realize I have no patience for it because the podcast was my first podcast to ever listen to and I'm spoiled because the editing is so tight. So good job for rendering so many other podcasts unlistenable by your perfection. I don't, how did, did you put this in, the, in here? No, I didn't put this you, in the Kel- rundown. Listen, Kelsey Longino, yeah. thank you for that non-paid endorsement. Like, Thank you for that. What is, do you get annoyed when you listen to podcasts? Because I have a pet peeve specifically about this topic. Phone noises. If I hear a phone noise in a recording and it's not you calling the Best Buy in Baltimore, yeah. I lose my mind. So I if like, re- somebody gets a phone call in the background, you're like, oh. If oh, I no. hear that note tone from an iPhone, can you play that for us, Jason? Whopper, whopper, that whopper, sound, whopper, if, if I hear that, I immediately unsubscribe and delete all episodes. I cannot. I wow. don't understand. I just don't understand why you can't turn your phone off for 30 minutes to record this podcast. But I think in terms of podcasting, but also, and you know, speaking broadly and comprehensively over like 500, not really 500, but we'll say 500 for this episode. Please episodes. <laughs> why are you like this? But, uh, but also like business entrepreneurship. I think something we've learned is whatever you're doing, you have a unique advantage um, and like uh, as it relates to other people, like there's something you do really well and it may be a specific expertise or skill, or it could be something just really broad. Like you're willing to put in more time or put in more work than most of the other people in your industry, whatever that is, you have to find that and you have to leverage it as much as possible. And I think early on, we really prioritized editing our content so that it wasn't bloated with conversational drag because we knew we weren't very smart or experts or connected or we weren't celebrities. So we knew at least we could be very efficient with your time. Um, and now that we're uh, so fortunate to work with super talented editors like Jason and Madison, who not only do a really great job stitching together episodes, but also we work with them to add layers of production value to the episodes that we haven't been able to do before. I feel like that's one of the advantages that we have that we're, we're trying to constantly like flex and leverage and, and uh, call attention to. That's right. And if you don't know how to do any of that, like if you don't know how to edit audio and you've had a podcast for 10 years and you refuse to still learn how to edit audio, yeah. just hire people who know how. I exactly. think I've, I've created an environment where everyone at this company knows how to edit audio but me. I mean, why learn now? What's why? the point of learning now? Listen, why would I learn that? Why would you learn how to interact with people on DMs where you don't scream at them? You don't want to do What's that. What's the point of doing that now? I've gone this far without. Why favorite, would I learn that now? My favorite thing that this is another no of podcasting, how many people DM me directly and say, will you send this to Knox? Because that's how much they don't want to be in your DMs. Listen, sometimes I get DMs and they say, will you make sure Knox sees this? And I'm like, <laughs> what? Just look up. It's my it's name me. right there. It's, it's me. me. You're talking to me. <laughs> Okay, up next we have D.L. Mayfield who wrote, No to all the podcasts who now take video while recording and post it to their YouTube channel. We all know this is a scam for conventionally attractive people to remind everyone they are hot. Also, when I am a guest on a podcast, I do not want to have to put on makeup. I just want to rant into a microphone about whatever I am hyper fixating on like a normal person. Look, I'm really torn here because... This is the whole, if you're, if you're paying attention to podcasting, this is the big thing. YouTube's getting into podcasts. It's a huge deal because there's a ton of discovery happening there. But I, I just know for me, Jamie's never going to be on YouTube. She's yeah. just not doing it. It's Listen, just, I just feel like y'all have not spent any time in those comment section. When those comment sections are so brutal. Every time I'm on TikTok, peop, someone eventually cries about being on that platform because I'm telling you, people are savages do you know i have experience in that please did you know that i was a part of a viral video in 2009 oh 
I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Did you know, uh, I didn't know this. I legit did not know this. Yeah, I was. Uh, I did a spoken word piece about the woman at the well. I want to be known. I want someone to look at my face and not just see two eyes, a nose, a mouth, and two ears, but to see all that I am and could be, all my hopes, loves, and fears. But that's too much to hope for, to wish okay. for. And okay. it went There's nothing viral. wrong with that not in 2009. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It went viral. And the comments, uh, my former boss, as a joke, used to call me into his office and read the comments to me because wow. they were so insane. Um, one was a, uh, like it devolved into a discussion about the Catholic Church. But there were a lot of people who really wanted me to go back to the kitchen and okay. do things wow. there. Lots of people who wanted to comment on my uh, body. Also, my body odor. What they thought okay. I smelled like. All of me and everything about me, every thought inside and hair on top of my head, every hurt stored up, every hope, every dread, my past and my future, all I am and could be. You tell me everything. You tell me about me. See, that's what I'm telling you. It does not matter. You can't smell through YouTube. That's ridiculous. (laughs) They wanted to, and they were disgusting. Well, and here's what I will say. And Knox did this. This is his own fault. When you make a video of of audio content, you end up Uh prioritizing the visuals over the audio, right? First of all, the way that hot people wear headphones, where they put it over their hair, that's not even real. Like, you're not even doing it right. Like, you can't wear headphones like that. That's ridiculous. And then... Wait, you put it over your hair? How... What's the other option? Well, I can't do it because then I'll be doing the visual. I can't do it. You put it under your hair? Like, you put it under your skin? No, I move my hair back. Like, earlier in the episode, you said, this is the weirdest 10 years to do podcasting. I feel like it's almost the only 10 years of podcasting, you know? Like, I don't know (laughs) that there's a lot of... been around longer than that. Sure. How would we have known to make one? It's it's true. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Y'all were the first podcasters. (laughs) The pioneers. (laughs) The Lewis and Clark. (laughs) But listen, the origin of our newsletter, which is called Note for the Audio, is because Knox was constantly having to gently rebuke me on I would do visual things and he'd be like, No for the audio, Jamie's holding up the number two or whatever. Yeah. And you and you also taught me that lesson with AUAs. We have an AUA on April eighteenth, uh, for our B fots. But you I would do video because we were obviously live streaming and you'd be like, Yeah, but that's for fifteen hundred people. Nine thousand people are gonna listen to this audio. And so I think, but I will say there is a hat tip for a visual. If you are recording a podcast and in the middle of it, you have a medical emergency there because we have two AUAs, one where you had a panic attack and you literally fell apart. And we, I I feel bad. We, we mocked you a little in that moment. And I felt, I didn't have a panic attack. I had an allergic reaction. Um, What was your allergic reaction to you? Because that was my first day of starting allergy shots as an adult. (laughs) Um, and don't know why that's funny, guys. Do you think you had a little bit of a panic attack because of your allergy reaction? Did I have a panic attack because my face was cherry red on video? Uh, and even my father texted me and said, are you okay? Which he's <laughs> never done during an AUA. Yeah, that, that panicked me a little I bit. Know. I know. Well, say. and then I had a gallbladder attack. And listen, kudos to us. We worked through both of those. You kept working. You didn't leave. Yeah. You did fall down to the floor a couple of times. And sure. then I just looked down and tried to I did. Them. Do you remember we did a Q, Q, an Instagram Live after I got diagnosed with strep? And I came in with a bandana. I was like, look, we can cancel it. Or I could do this the the Instagram Live with a bandana over my mouth. I don't even know what you're talking about. It was at the office where we had the therapy swing under our recording <laughs> desk. The office where 
Aaron tried to inflate an air mattress by opening it and running Aaron, really fast. Where, where I have 17 videos of Aaron laying on the floor for a variety of reasons. Sometimes to show how Jesus reclined at the Last Supper, but sometimes her neck hurt and she needed to hang it from a rope and a door. Hey, knob. Chad, GPT, can you inflate an air mattress by running around really fast? Theoretically, it is possible for Aaron to increase the air pressure inside a closed container by running around with it really fast. But it isn't a practical solution for inflation overall. Additionally, though, Given Aaron's weak ankles, it's probably not the safest thing for her to be doing. All due respect, obviously. Okay, up next we have Anderson Abigail Kay, who said, Please, for the love, no eating while podcasting. There is no acceptable time to hear chomping or swallowing or mouth juices. Can't handle. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna chew something and see if you guys can identify what it is. Like while we go, okay? Uh, chicken in a bag. Go. It's not chicken in a bag. Ha! That's too obvious. Duh. <laughs> How's the texture coming? Is it good? Can you really hear like the chomping? It feels thick. Don't no, say that's that. ice. That's ice. Oh it, no, it's not ice. That's that's food. Final no. answer. I'm gonna say a protein bar. A nut. It's probably something boring. To Don't like how I said that, Aaron. To be honest with you. <laughs> Listen, it's gonna be boring. Um, what is it's it? It's broccoli. It's broccoli. God knew it was boring. God, God what a waste. Can I, do, can I do another one? <laughs> Pretzels. Aaron, do you have a guess? Don't say that. More, I have a crunch to it. Uh, I'm going to go ice again. God, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron really cannot do off the cuff, can she? She's really bad at it. I keep trying to tell y'all. <laughs> that was Pringles. Those, those were Pringles. Uh, I was going to say a chip. Those were Pringles. Yeah. Well, Look, I feel like we've done a pretty good job never eating or drinking on mic. Um, so we deserve credit for that. people do it. I listened to a podcast last week and I, I heard them clearly like swallow what felt like 28 ounces of Stanley cup water. Like I do. I think the, the fun part is in all this, there's going to be some little freaky leaks who like, I kind of like hearing them eat. Like I, I kind of like the chew. Oh, now sounds. some people are really into ASMR and they like a little, <laughs> they love don't, it. I don't think they like that. <laughs> I don't think that's the noise they like. <laughs> You're just not on the side of TikTok I'm on. I guess not. I guess not. Um, Well, that is our conversation on the nose of podcasting. Thanks to everyone who commented and gave us their uh, uh, suggestions and statements to go through. If you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Noxium.com slash 500. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? (gasps) Let's do some lights. All right. What is your red light this week? Okay. My red light this week is Swifties. Now, be clear. I love Taylor Swift. Aaron and I are going to see the Eras tour. We're making friendship bracelets. And I'm not saying all Swifties get a red light. But I am going to give a red light to Swifties who are the reality-denying Swifties. So as you might have heard this weekend, it was reported that Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn have called it quits after six years. And uh, that was reported by Entertainment Tonight. And then People Magazine confirmed. And then let me tell you, I was on Swift Talk. And listen, the Gaylers loved it. They were very pumped that she had broken up with that blonde piece of toast and but the other Swifties were like well until I hear it from Blondie listen first off ask yourself are you going to hear it from Blondie what's her track record on confirming breakups it's it's very slim okay so here's why we know it's true a a source confirmed it not on like NicoleWitchie.com or JustJamie.com it was literally on people okay 
And how do we know that? Well, the report first came out on the dot at 6 p.m. Eastern. And by the way, if you know anything about publicity, that's Tree Payne, her publicist, sending a statement in advance with a loose quote, which the loose quote was, it was not dramatic. The relationship had just run its course, you know, like a contract for a PR relationship that lasted weirdly six years. Now, when it comes out at 6 p.m., it's because Tree Payne has embargoed the report and said you cannot release it until 6 p.m. on the dot. So when you see a news, something like that, that comes at the hour, that's because it's been embargoed. Then the report released on a Saturday of a holiday weekend celebrated by billions of people around the globe. That's somebody wanting to bury that piece of news and hope that it doesn't get a lot of traction. Also, it reported on the only weekend in 22 weekends in a row when Taylor isn't in a stadium performing. That was also very intentional. And then also immediately after, several images And video from a Taylor Swift video shoot started leaking from Liverpool, England. Guys, that was her. That was her leaking that because this is PR 101. You give a statement of something controversial and then you give everybody something shiny that would distract them from the thing. Now, am I bummed? Yes. I mean, this is a woman who wrote the line, please don't ever become a stranger whose laugh I could recognize anywhere. And now he is, right? But I also know the lyrics and they would toast to me, let the players play. I'd be just like Leo in San Tropez. She lost her muse. And sure, that's sad, but she lost her muse and she's going to get a hotter one. This Wait, is, so this Joe is, was her muse? For a lot of her songs for the last six years, yeah. She's okay. written a lot of songs. Like, you know, Invisible String. He was gorgeous. The gorgeous. That's just right. just doesn't seem very musey to me, you know? Like, I see Daisy Jones and like, you're not the muse, I get it, but I can see how well, you could be Well, sometimes you just write a thing you know? about, like, you might write it about a tree in your yard because you're like, well, this is the tree in my yard, so I'll write a song yeah, about it. Multiple songs about the tree in your yard? is like, maybe hey, if I don't it's know, a, maybe if a, it's tree. a relatively hot tree that can get it done sometimes, I don't know. Okay, tree now, snake draft, go. Jamie, first pick. Uh, Oak. That's all Okay. Yeah. Aaron? Uh, I love a mesquite. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's, listen, it's, I don't really want to do a sneak, a tree snake draft. I just want to see what Aaron comes up with because it's like the weirdest AI where it just, you ask a question, you get a weird answer, man. I love Um, it. Sorry, Jamie. So my red light, so look, the green light in the red light is that we're now entering our Selena and Taylor single and ready to Pringle era. Listen, how excited am I about that? Who knows what will come of all of this? I'm very excited. So is your thesis that they they didn't break up? No, they they for sure broke up. Yeah, 100%. Okay. So she just, she was very premeditated and thoughtful about how she presented the breakup? Well, the thing is, the Swifties, the reason they're red lit is because they think that they didn't break up. That unless we have Taylor saying it on tape that they broke up, that they're just not going to believe it. Because how could they possibly know if people was telling the truth? Swifties, you're giving in to the very fake news that your grandparents have given in to. Don't do it. Just believe the thing that has been told to us. Like, just believe it. Got it. Okay. No, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Okay. What's your red light? My red light is um, I want to do uh, some kerfuffles over castings recently okay, that people okay. have like just really got upset about. While we were in New York, I caught the newest uh, episode of The Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything because there's nothing to spoil. It's just like Baby Odes and Pedro Pascal. That's not Pedro Pascal, but the guy who's like wearing the helmet that's Please presumably Pedro Pascal. It's not me. Pedro Pascal. Please He's not showing me. up on set and not going to show his face. How do you know? Because do you, how do you there's, know? There's no way that he's like, no, I want to be in that suit when news. all you're hearing is I my voice. That? I don't know. But it's just like them and they get a new mission and they do the mission. That's it. Except for that one weird episode where we got like, you know, Imperial scientists or whatever. Anyways, Lizzo, 
and Jack Black are in this most recent episode, also Christopher Lloyd. And people are really upset about this. Like, that, like this is it. They're sick of it. They can't no, that's this dumb because this was exactly what I wanted. I wanted Mandalorian become Baby Yodes and Papa going across the universe solving crimes. And they did. And I was very excited. Why do we have to complicate it more than that? Why can't yeah. it just be not Pedro Pascal, but the voice of Pedro Pascal, Baby Yodes, and they go on cool missions? That's Why isn't that a great show? And Lizzo shows up. And Glenn Powell shows up. And maybe Mr. Belding shows up. Like, why, why do we have to reinvent the wheel all of a sudden? It's ridiculous. Also, people got really mad, I saw. And maybe you can calibrate how mad they got because it seemed okay. like from what I saw – which is limited, people are really upset that Ryan Gosling is too old to play Ken. Is that also your experience with what you no. saw? Well, I did have people DM us at the podcast and say that. Like, are y'all cool with how old he is? I'm like, I feel like you're trying to make you're trying to make a statement about something that you don't even know what it's about. You have no idea what this movie is about yet. And it could I, be a commentary on his oldness. Like, we don't know yet. Also, exactly. Ken is a doll. Ken is a toy. There, If you look at his Diglett region, there's a colored void of nothingness, whereas Diglett should be. He was invented in 1961. Technically, he should be older. I know. Technically, we talk, he should we, be an old man. And you know? we talked about the Barbie trailer in depth in the More You Know this week. But I think we're going to be surprised. Listen, this was written by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. This yeah. is not Mario, the Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm telling you, this is going to have layers. Like, it's just gonna. Like, you just got to get on board. Even more, like, who is this indignation for? Like, is it there? Like, did you want Tom Lee Jones to play Ken? Like, is that what you wanted? Because he's an ancient person. Like, I don't, I just don't understand. No, they wanted Timothee Chalamet to play Ken. That's what they wanted. They wanted somebody that's, really young because they were like, young. Margaret that's Robbie's so young. Margaret Robbie's not that young. She's in her 30s. Like, and I know that for some of you, you're like, no, that's young. And not according to advertisers, it's not. So, wow. Wow. Shots fired at 30-year-olds. Uh, she's 32. Ryan Gosling's 42. He doesn't look 42, um, but it's fine. But it's like, this is this is a Ken doll. Like, I don't understand why we have to get literal with this. And if we're going to get literal, if you have to get literal with, like, it has to be played by someone born in 1961, then I don't know that you're going to like that version of this movie. So maybe just no. enjoy the movie and quit freaking yeah, out. Just if you're going to freak out, what you could do is channel all this at your local politicians and lawmakers at not pushing forward responsible and reasonable gun legislation. You could do that instead of yammering on the internet about Ken. And how Don't get political, Knox. I come here for the laugh. <laughs> you know what? Go suck a butt. Go suck a big old juicy butt. Get out of here. What's your green light this week? Okay, before we get into green lights, this green light segment is brought to you not by a sponsor, but by us. Okay, it's our 500th episode. We have 27 million downloads and almost 11,000 friends and best friends of the show. Now, those are all numbers to green light. So to celebrate, we are giving away, you guys, we're giving away 50 gift cards so you can sign a green light book or sign up for a streaming service to watch some green light shows. It's super easy to enter. You simply share the podcast on Instagram by tagging us in your public Instagram story. I am sorry. This is not for private accounts. You do have to go public for this because we do have to be able to see the post. Now, if you go to knoxandjamie.com slash 500, we have some templates that Indy has made us that you can use to make it easier to share. And finally, one person who shares most creatively, maybe you make a reel, maybe you make a feed post, maybe you make a story, whoever shares most creatively as determined by Indy and our team, they will win a $500 gift card. You have until end of day, Monday, April 17th to enter, get to sharing. Okay time for my green light. I have two green lights. The first, listen, I've waited so long for a show to like change my life again because it's been a while since I've been like, oh, this is so like magical, like a year. It's probably been a year since I've had that kind of experience. 
Y'all, it is Beef on Netflix. Ten episodes. It's a comedy drama. It's created by Lee Sung Jin for Netflix. It stars Steven Yoon. You know Steven Yoon, who we love from Minari and from uh, The Walking Dead. And then Ali Wong. They are two people whose involvement in this road rage incident begins to consume their lives. Now, when I started watching this, I thought it was a comedy. That, that will mislead you. It is not. I say it's a drama with some comedy. Comedic flourishes. So like black black comedy or like straight up drama with straight up drama sometimes. with lightness in it. And gotcha. here's the thing. It's not about the road rage, right? It is about the web that exists and kind of filters out because of this moment of road rage that they have. How like one moment of anger can radically shift your path and everyone's path around you. It was so unexpected. Listen, when you watch this, you will see yourself in no less than three characters on the show. It's wild how grounded it is and how good Allie and Steven are. There's a scene in a war- in a church where there I've heard is worship so much music. about this scene. Listen, I'm so mad. He's going to win all the Emmys for this. My favorite was the uh Rotten Tomatoes consensus that said, Ali Wong and Steven Yoon are a diabolically watchable pair of adversaries in Beef, a prime cut comedy, again, not a comedy, a prime cut comedy that finds the pathos in pettiness. And as someone who, again, Peppermint Petty, I love like seeing them because the road rage is kind of this intricate thread that runs through it, but there's all this other interesting stuff happening. It's so good. So that's my first green light. And then my second green light is a book. Speaking of succession, it's the book Unscripted, colon, The Epic Battle for a Media Empire and the Redstone Family Legacy by James Stewart and Rachel Abrams. Look, I love a good nonfiction book that reads like fiction. This book makes Logan Roy look like a teddy bear, y'all. This is a riveting page turner about probably some of the grossest folks in Hollywood. Um, Summer Sumner Redstone, the owner of Viacom and CBS, who died during the pandemic, he owned these two very large public companies um, until his death. All the players involved, his wife, his kids, his mistresses, his CEOs, his CMO, his CFO, all the players in this battle. It's so chaotic. It's The book is fantastic. Just know everyone's gross in it. Like everyone's gross. And it's actually a really weird Interesting, fascinating behind the scenes of the Me Too movement as it started and continued on at a company like this. It was excellent. So I highly recommend it. Um, my, I can't wait to watch Beef. I was so mad I was in New York while it dropped because I, that's the I one I wanted to, like, to blow be fair, through. To be fair, secretly, I was glad that I, you were in New York because I was like, oh, I get to have it. How dare you? I know, um, I know. I'm, I'll do a dad light. I, I mentioned up the top Murder Mystery uh, 2. Um, I watched this with my son in the hotel. And uh, I take back what I said about Jennifer Aniston. I, did, I think I did Red Light, I guess it was last week, where it's like, why isn't Drew Barrymore <laughs> doing these uh, roles? Yeah. Drew Barrymore can't do these roles. No offense. She just can't. Oh, no. Jennifer Aniston's really good. I forgot. She's a really good actress. And she's really perfectly at home in kind of goofy comedies, especially as like, she's kind of like a ringer that the schlubby, you know, Adam Sandler crew brings in. Yeah. Uh, and so this is goofy. It's kind of dumb in places, but it's 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 fun. It's um not very offensive, not like super violent, not super bad language. Um, so it's great for, you know, a preteen or a teen to kind of watch and just uh, uh, enjoy some of the stupider moments of. Uh, but Mark Strong is really good in it. So I recommend if you're just wanting for like a, maybe like a Friday night movie night with the kids um, that you know is not going to be like, you know, full frontal or something. Um, unless that's your vibe, which, you know, that's not me. But um, if you if you do parent, full frontal with your parent kids. Parent how so. you will. Parent how yeah, you will. Uh, yeah, I'm not here to yuck parental gums, but that's that's crazy. I will say that. That's crazy yeah. if you're doing full frontal, but um, it's not me. Uh, 
and then the other green light I'll do. Uh, this is a book I read. It's called A Touch of Jen. And I bought this. It's by Beth Morgan. I bought this at the Strand uh, in New York. Ooh, and flex. I, I had like 45 minutes in there. I could have spent 45 years in there. Like I just kept picking up more books to buy. It was ridiculous. But I picked this up and finished it in a half day. I woke up early the next day to read it. That's how like engrossing it is. Oh, and it's wow. about two characters named Remy and Alicia uh, and the roommates and the romantic. And they're also obsessed with this micro-influencer named Jen, whom Remy used to work with. And they're consumed and kind of defined by what Jen posts and like what she does on social media. And then one day they run into her at an Apple store <gasps> where she invites them on a beach trip to surf with her hot boyfriend and all her cool hot friends. Obviously, hijinks ensue there. Uh, it gets a little wild and sci-fi at the end, um, but you have to work through it knowing that it's it's not really sci-fi or horror. It's just a huge metaphor. Um, but this is, it's equal parts like demented and hilarious and it's a generational commentary on millennials but gen z talks about parasocial relationships you know speaking of this episode uh, episode um there's a uh, meditation on the performative phoniness of instagram influencers how self-centered most of us all all are um (laughs) and how like there's so much nonsense we'll tell ourselves to remain the central character of our own story um i think you'll get sucked in by the writing and some of the just incredible turns of phrases and some of the spot on observations that you can all like we can all relate to. Um, but the end really picks up and, and, and pivots in a, in a different way. But it's a way I feel like is earned and really good. So I highly recommend A Touch of Jen. OK, good recommendations. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And before we go, remember, anytime you do any shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first so that your purchase user affiliate link or favorite item purchase using that link this week was. Jamie, this is an Aerobi Pro. So this is an Aerobi Pro Ring Outdoor Flying Disc. What happened to Frisbee? Can we just not use the term? Frisbee? I used an Aerobi when I was a kid, and it's Did incredible. Yeah, okay, it's so this next level. My favorite thing is this one's the 14 inches. It comes in like six colors that you can pick when you order. Um, it has 4.7 stars with 20. 600 ratings here it was my favorite question okay i placed the order what is the email address to send my color preferences to oh. i already have too many pink and orange ones ma'am this is a wendy's what are you doing who does not know how to my dad knows how to use amazon this is crazy all right you guys three quick things don't forget one live show tickets go on sale to the public today two we're giving away 50 gift cards for those who share on instagram and tag us from a public account We'll pick the most creative to win a $500 gift card. And then third, our BFOTS AUA on Tuesday, April 18th is at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And it is a 90-minute extravaganza, including questions for our staff who will be appearing throughout the event from all over the country. So do not miss out. Links for everything is in the show notes. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox Coy. You can find me on the socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.